Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Kicking Off with Caitlin. This is your host, Caitlin McCarthy. If you don't already, please follow my Instagram page, Kicking Off with Caitlin, to get all the updates and latest news about this podcast. Starting off, last week I went 8-8, eight and eight, and on this season so far I am 16-16. and 16. Just wanted to point out a few things that happened during last week. So the New Orleans Saints, they were without eight of their coaches due to positive tests or close contact. And this included their defensive line coach, running back, tight end coach, and etc. And they did struggle a lot on offense. Not sure if they just weren't in sync because they didn't have some of their coaches, as mentioned, running back coach, tight end, and other coaches. But they were very off after Jameis Winston had five touchdowns against the Packers and blew them out. They struggled. He only had 111 yards and two interceptions. He was also the leading rusher with 19 yards. Very surprised, and the Panthers played a great game and deserve all the credit for that win. Tyrod Taylor, he limped off the field after a rushing touchdown right before halftime. He was done for the day. He had a hamstring injury. He was originally listed as day-to-day, but after further tests, he was he is out for at least four weeks. So Davis Mills is in at quarterback, and he is the rookie they drafted in the third round, and he is from Stanford. Last week, he was 8 of 18 and 102 yards. So he will be the quarterback moving forward. Now, it has been asked if Deshaun Watson will play. Now, we know that he is not playing due to his legal troubles, but... Head coach did say that we'll have to see, but I really don't think they're going to put him in. I think they're just going to stick with this rookie and see how that goes, at least for this week. Another quarterback injury, we had Tua Tagovailoa. He suffered a rib injury, and he did not return to the game. Jacoby Brissett played for the rest of the game, and it was mentioned earlier this morning that Tua Tagovailoa has been ruled out for Sunday's game with a fractured rib. It did not say how long he'll be out and how much time he'll miss, but he will miss this week's game. So Jacoby Brissett will be the starter, and he didn't have a great game. The Bills are very dominant last week. He only had 169 yards, one interception, and four sacks. So hopefully with more practice and knowing now that he's the starter, he will get more into rhythm for that Miami offense. Also, another quarterback injury, Andy Dalton. He went into the locker room with a non-contact injury. He did return, but he also went back into the locker room because of a knee injury. Justin Fields finished the game out. Fields was 6 of 13, 6 yards, 1 interception, and he is considered to have a bone bruise, Andy Dalton, and he will not be playing Week 3, and Justin Fields was named the starter. And this is the time for Justin Fields to prove why he should be QB1. It makes me very angry that Andy Dalton had to go down for Justin Fields to be the quarterback, and I don't know how long Dalton's going to be out for, but if he returns within like next week or the week after and they put him back at the starter, that's going to be very frustrating because the Bears did get rid of Mitch Trubisky in this past offseason, which is now backing up Josh Allen in Buffalo, to have a new guy, and Andy Dalton is not that guy. They just... They drafted Justin Fields for a reason, so put him in the game. That would only make sense to me, but 
I guess the Chicago Bears have a different plan, but let's see how Justin Fields plays in his first career NFL start. Another quarterback injury, Carson Wentz. He injured both of his ankles late in the last week's game. It says that he was in a walk he was not in a walking boot after the press conference, but he was a day later. He did not practice today. Status for Sunday is still uncertain. And just wanted to know the Pittsburgh Steelers have been dealing with a few injuries, a few key injuries. TJ Watt, definitely their best defensive player. He was ruled out of the game with the groin injury. He can play Sunday. It's not for sure if he actually will, but is not considered to be a serious injury. Devin Bush and Joe Hayden also have groin injuries, so a lot of key players on that Steelers defense is definitely struggling this week. Deontay Johnson, he got hurt late in the game last week. He has a knee injury, and Ben Roethlisberger was also added to the list yesterday with a left pec injury. He did not. He did take 10 quarterback hits on Sunday with a very much struggling offensive line. They've had a very hard time protecting him this season. If Big Ben cannot go, Mason Rudolph will start. It is still undetermined if these players will be ready to go on Sunday against Cincinnati. And moving into our top games of the week, we had Sunday night football. The Chiefs visited the Ravens. Now, big headline that's been going on, Lamar Jackson can't beat Patrick Mahomes. He's 0-3 in playing Mahomes, but definitely proved himself after throwing a pick six to Tyron Matthew with 50 seconds in the game, and he threw another interception within triple coverage to Tyron Matthew. But I think after that, Lamar really put the team on his back. I mean, the Ravens were trailing the entire game. As I mentioned, there was a pick six with 50 seconds into the game. Now, they were down 35-24 with four minutes left in the third. And this was also something that every sports announcer in the National Football League would talk about, how great Patrick Mahomes is in September. He's never thrown an interception. He doesn't turn over the ball. He doesn't lose. Well, he did throw his first interception in September in his career to Tavon Young. That was a pretty big turnover to get the Ravens ball back in the fourth quarter. And Odafe Owe had a big fumble to turn the ball over as the Chiefs offense was was driving down the field to get that field goal. They only needed a field goal to win this game. And just wanted to mention that when the Ravens traded Orlando Brown to the Chiefs this past offseason, the Ravens did receive the Chiefs' number one draft pick. And when the Ravens picked 31st, they picked Odafe Owe, who came up really big in this game against the Chiefs. And I really have to give a lot of credit to this coaching staff, John Harbaugh, Wink Martindale, all of them, the offense coordinator, they were all great. The big fourth and one conversion to give the Ravens the game, and they were on their side of the field still, was huge. And I think it was definitely the right call because you didn't want to give the ball back to the Chiefs. You did not want to give Mahomes the ball back. And they had about a minute, and that's way more than enough time than needed for Mahomes to make a few plays and win that game. So a lot of credit to John Harbaugh and that coaching staff for going for it, and they secured that win. Also just wanted to point out that the Ravens O-line played very well considering two injuries from last week and switching around their positions. 
such as Alejandro Villanueva. He was at right tackle in the Raiders game, but moved to left tackle, and he played exceptionally well. I hope they keep him over there when some of these players do return because he was great, and he really contained the Chiefs' defense, especially Chris Jones. He did not have any quarterback pressures, hits, sacks, or solo tackles in this game. Villanueva was the highest-graded offensive player. Also, just wanted to give a shout-out to Hollywood Brown. He really stepped up in this game. He had over 100 yards receiving and a big open touchdown in this game. And Lamar Jackson got his first win over Mahomes. Moving on, a lot of, a lot of action in these 4 o'clock games. The Titans visited the Seahawks, and the Titans were trailing 24-9 at halftime. Derrick Henry scored three touchdowns in the second half, really got that running game going for Tennessee. One of these touchdowns coming with 29 seconds left to tie the game at 30 to put it into overtime. Derrick Henry finished the game with 35 carries, 182 yards, and three touchdowns. And in overtime, the Titans drove down the field and kicked a 36-yard field goal to win 33-30 in Seattle. Moving on, the Chargers and the Cowboys. This is the first time the Chargers were in their new stadium with fans. And at the end of the third quarter in this game, it was tied at 14. Cowboys kicked a field goal early in the fourth, and the Chargers responded by kicking a field goal to tie it again, but at 17 with less than four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Cowboys kicked a 56-yard field goal to win 20-17, to and the Cowboys got their first win of the season. As mentioned in many other podcasts and throughout many of the Chargers seasons, they do have a lot of difficulty finishing out games. They are a great team and have a lot of potential, but they cannot finish out games, and this is what's been their problem. In one-score games since the start of the 2019 season, the Chargers are 8-17. and 17. They are not consistent, and they have the team to be that playoff team, but they really just need to finish out the games. For the Vikings and the Cardinals game, this game was back and forth the entire game. Halftime, it was 24-23 with a 62-yard field goal from Matt Prater to put the Cardinals on top before going into the locker room. The Vikings defense scored out of the half with a pick six, but the Cardinals responded quickly with a touchdown by A.J. Green. A field goal to start the fourth quarter from 52 yards to put the Vikings back on top, and then Matt Prater kicked a 27-yard field goal. It was 34-33 Cardinals with about four minutes to go, and the Vikings drove down the field in field goal range, a very makeable kick. Greg Joseph, the Vikings kicker, missed a 37-yard field goal wide right. And the Cardinals are still undefeated going into week three. They won this game by one point at home. Let's move on to week three. On Thursday night football, tomorrow night, we have the Carolina Panthers that are currently 2-0 visiting the Houston Texans. I'm very surprised, as I mentioned earlier, how the Panthers took down the Saints. They only allowed the Saints to have 128 yards of total offense, also two interceptions. And Tyrod Taylor is not going to be playing this in this game. He is out with an injury. He'll be out for at least a month, so Davis Mills will be the guy under center for the Texans. I am thinking that the Panthers are the better team and they are going to win this game 28 to 17 and Christian McCaffrey is going to have 117 yards and two 
touchdowns on the ground. On Sunday at 1 o'clock, Washington football team and the Buffalo Bills. Taylor Heineke, he had a great game on Thursday night against the Giants, threw for 336 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception in his third ever career start. Heineke started under Ron Rivera for the Panthers in December 2018, and then he started again for the injured Alex Smith last season against the Bucks in the wildcard round. Last week, he started in Week 2 and will be the starter until Ryan Fitzpatrick is ready to return, which will be a majority of weeks. But in his first three starts, Heineke is 93 of 153 attempts, has just under 1,000 yards at 916 and four touchdowns. Just want to put that out there. I think that this is a very good backup for Washington to have. I don't think he's that franchise guy, but for the time being, I think he's getting the job done. But they are playing the Buffalo Bills, and the Bills are coming off a blowout win in Miami, and their offense looked way better than they did in week one, as well as their defense. Their defense had six sacks last week in Miami. So I think that the Bills are going to win this game because they are the better team and have the pieces to win this game against this great young defense for Washington. So Bills are going to win 30-15, to but I think Chase Young is going to have two sacks in this game. Saints are coming off a sloppy game. I'm surprised how bad they were, especially by blowing out Green Bay in Week 1. Mac Jones got his first career win in the NFL, and I think he's playing the best so far in this very short season we have going on, completing almost 74% of his passes and has just under 500 yards in two games. The Patriots defense is also playing very well. J.C. Jackson had two interceptions last week, and I think that the Patriots are really getting their momentum going, and I think that Mac Jones is adapting to Bill Belichick's system. So I'm going to say the Patriots are going to win 24-10, to and Mac Jones will have 245 yards and two touchdowns. Then we have the Falcons and the Giants. Both teams are coming off a winless season right now. Both of these teams looking for their first win. The Falcons were trailing 21-10 to at halftime to the Bucks, And at the end of the third quarter, they made it a 28-25 game, only trailing three points. But Matt Ryan's three interceptions were very costly. He needs to learn how to handle the ball better because you cannot throw three interceptions and win the game, especially as to a team that is as good as the Buccaneers. The Giants were very much in the game last week. Daniel Jones really showed his athleticism and how he can take over that offense. He led the rush with 95 yards and had a touchdown, but their defense didn't really play up to their expectations. Stupid penalties also caused them the game, 11 penalties for 81 yards, including that crucial penalty at the end of the game that allowed Washington to re-kick from five yards closer to win just by a point last Thursday. But I think that the Giants are right in there in that NFC East division, and they are the better team, and they're going to win 20-17 to over the Falcons at home. Cardinals-Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence still looking for his first NFL win, only completing 50% of his passes and five interceptions in just two games. A hot Cardinals team is coming to town, and defense is struggling to stop opposing offenses. But the Cardinals are on fire, and they're going to continue their undefeated season thus far. Cardinals are going to win 34-17. 
Kyler Murray will have 300 yards, three touchdowns, along with 65 rushing yards. Chicago Bears and the Cleveland Browns. The Bears will be starting Justin Fields in his first career NFL start because Andy Dolan will not be playing this week. Baker Mayfield suffered a shoulder injury last week. They popped it back in after suffering the injury, and he came back, threw a touchdown, and ran for another one in their win last week. Javaris Landry was injured in the second offensive play. He did not return. He's been placed on the IR. He will miss at least three weeks with an MCL sprain. They're already missing OBJ in their first two games, and there is no word on when he will return, but reporters say he is close to returning to the field. The Browns are going to win this game despite losing their top two receivers and win 27-20 at home. Ravens-Lions, the Ravens coming off a big win as we mentioned before, and the Lions I think are a better team than their record. They were very much in their last two games against the 49ers and the Packers, but they haven't been able to finish the game. They haven't been able to finish their games. They've been trailing and not putting up enough points before time before the game ends. I am going to pick the Ravens to win this game 30 to 14. I think they're getting their momentum despite that having all these players on their injured reserve. I think they're really getting their momentum and Lamar Jackson will have 275 passing yards, 85 rush and three total touchdowns. AFC North matchup Bengals and Steelers after a good week 1 for Joe Burrow. He had three picks against the Bears in that loss. Steelers are really struggling with injuries right now, and their offense has been struggling. But I think that the Steelers are going to win this game despite all their injuries, 24-20, to and Chase Claypool will be the leading receiver with seven receptions and 75 yards. Colts-Titans in the AFC South. Carson Wentz dealing with those sprained ankles. He did not practice today. It has not been determined if he will play this game, but the Titans had a very big comeback win last week. These teams have split the last eight meetings, but I think the Titans are going to take this one and win 27-20, and Derrick Henry will have 110 rushing yards, two touchdowns. And in the AFC West, the Chiefs and the Chargers, Mahomes and Herbert are the top five passers through two weeks of this season. Both teams were not able to finish out their games with a win last season, but I don't see Patrick Mahomes losing two games in a row especially after that loss last week, they're going to win 34-30. For the 4 o'clock games, we have the Jets and the Broncos. Zach Wilson, three interceptions in the first half, ended the game with four. Denver defense is only allowing 13 points per game, and the Jets have only scored 20 points in two games. And the Broncos are playing at home for the first time this season. Von Miller's hot. He has three sacks after missing all of last season, and I think he's going to have two more in this game. And the Broncos are going to win 26-7. Dolphins and Raiders, Derek Carr leading the league in passing yards, and they are on fire at 2-0, taking down two playoff teams from last season. Tua Tagovailoa will not be playing in this game, and the Raiders are going to take this victory 30-20. I do think the Dolphins' defense is really going to help them in this game, but it's not going to be enough. Buccaneers and Rams, definitely a game to watch this week with a very hot Buccaneers offense as well as a hot Rams defense. Tom Brady has been in the NFL for 21 season, but this is his first time ever playing in Los Angeles. The offensive line for Tom Brady has been doing very well protecting him, but they really need to watch out for Aaron Donald, the leader of the best defense in the league, I would say. The Rams 
beat the Bucs last year when Brady had one of his worst games with 22 incompletions and two interceptions. I think that Matt Stafford's going to have a big day, but it's not going to be enough. The Bucks' defense is struggling, giving up 27 points per game. Matt Stafford is going to have a big day, and the Bucks' defense has struggled by giving up 27 points so far this season. I'm going to take the Rams over the Bucks, 35-32, and I think that's going to shock a lot of people, but I think that the Rams' defense is hot, and they're ready to take down Tom Brady. They took him down last year, and I think they're going to do it again this year. Seahawks-Vikings, two of the most shocking losses, I would say, so far this season. How the Titans won in overtime when the Seahawks had a multi-possession lead at halftime. Vikings missed a field goal as time expired. This is the first time the Seahawks have blew a 15-point home lead. I think if the Vikings want to win this game, use Dalvin Cook and run that ball. Use him 97% of the time. The Seahawks have been awful at stopping the run. They allowed Derrick Henry for three touchdowns just in the second half. So if the Vikings want a chance to win this game, you're going to want to use Dalvin Cook a lot. I think the Vikings are going to win this game and beat the Seahawks 35-30. to Dalvin Cook will have 20 carries, 115 yards, and three touchdowns. Sunday night football, the Green Bay Packers, San Francisco 49ers, 49ers dealt with a lot of injuries last season, and they are continuing to deal with injuries this season. Now, mentioned last week, Raheem Mozart was out all last year with a knee injury. He's out with an injury again this year. The 49ers have Trey Sermon, Elijah Mitchell, and Jay Mikel Hastie on their depth chart, but all of them were injured last week against the Eagles. They did pick up Trenton Cannon. He was on the Ravens for week one. He was let go by the team he's only averaging 1.33 yards per carry so I think it's gonna be a huge factor in this game Packers have a great running back I would say Aaron Jones had a great night on Monday night football four total touchdowns 67 on the ground and 48 in the air although Green Bay is one and four in their last five trips to the west coast Packers are going to take this one 30 to 20. A Monday Night Football, an NFC East matchup between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Eagles have lost three of their past road games. This will be a back-and-forth battle. The Cowboys have already been involved with two back-and-forth battles so far this season. Cowboys are going to win this game 24-14. Dak Prescott is going to have a great game, 350 yards, three touchdown passes. And that's all that we have on this episode of Kicking Off with Caitlin. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to talk to you guys next Wednesday night.